0: In today's podcast, we feature an episode of Contractor Evolution from Breakthrough Academy. In this episode, Benji and Igor talk about how to breed infectious team culture through better team events and why quality time off-site with your team is so important to the quality of work getting done.
1: Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Contractor Evolution Benji here. Igor's going to join me in just a second. Um, listen, the interconnectivity of the individuals on your team is a huge predictor of success, right? When people know each other, when people trust each other, they're more likely to collaborate on important work. They're more likely to be honest with each other. When it counts, they're more likely to resolve issues independently. They're more likely to have fun together. Um, And for all of these reasons, your business will thrive. Your employees, simply put, Need to form deeper relationships with each other than simply someone they work with in order to maximize productivity and truly love the work that they do. And part of your job as a leader is to foster this, is to facilitate this connectivity for them. So today, Ego and I are gonna walk through uh, how to breed infectious team culture through better team events. We talk about how to plan and execute gatherings and get-togethers that your staff will rave about and thank you for. And as a bonus, we've included our team event planning template as a free download. And you can find that in the episode description below. Hope you really enjoy it. Have a good one.
2: You're watching Contractor Evolution
1: Hey, just before we jump into things, I wanted to let you know you can get the free resources that we talk about in this episode in the show description. So hit pause right now, go download them, and they'll be waiting in your inbox by the time we finish this episode. Okay, so today we're talking about how to breed infectious culture with better team events, and I think, Igor, it's probably worth answering this question. It might seem simple, but there's actually more to this than I think immediately uh, meets the eye. Why is quality time together offsite or away from the office so important?
2: Yeah, so I think it's super important just to start off to recognize that we operate in super relational industries, right? So this isn't some like assembly line where people just do their individual jobs in their individual silo. Everything is driven on relationships, right? whether it's who's driving your marketing, who's driving the estimating and the sales to the production teams, to everything that happens in the field, to the office. Really so much in our businesses is driven around around relationships and they're the root of of where and how work gets done. So you want to recognize that to have a production working environment and working relationships, you've got to have relationships, period. Right. And as a leader, one of the things that I think is is crucial to recognize is that it's your role to form and to create an environment where people uh, create the the roots of these relationships mm-hmm. that all the work gets built on top of. So, you know, they can develop on the job site, they can develop in the office, but not always. The best leaders are really intentional in creating an environment where these relationships are the bedrock of these relationships are built right so really important recognition on that part uh by the leader and then the other thing that i'll say that i've noticed for a long time including in our own current business is that a lot of this like you know innovative problem solving and the new uh generation of ideas and all that kind of stuff happens outside of work hours mm-hmm. it happens outside of that meeting that starts at one and ends at 2:30 um, th- there's a lot that happens outside of these like formal meetings and formal formal hours and I know that I get a ton of value out of that and, and I see people in our organization all the time like ideas get too. bred yeah. outside of, of typical work A lot of
1: the really mm-hmm. good shit is like on a hike on the ski oh, hill right? at an event late at night <clears throat> first yep. thing in the morning it's not always like you know when you're uh, supposed to be working. Uh, in a traditional sense yeah 100 i was um i was thinking about this too the other thing that i've noticed is um the thing i feel strongly about when it comes to why this matters is like this idea of mutual trust and candor and by i'll just define that quickly by candor it's like the your ability to be honest and open with the people that you work with in a positive way and sometimes in a negative way like you need an innovative company uh one that one that Stands the test of time. The people have the capacity to say, "Listen, I know where you're going with this, but this is not a good idea. And mm-hmm. here's why. We need to do this instead. Yeah, right. And if you don't have that trust, that candor in the first place, um, you're you're really relegated to." Pretty average destiny like it's just you yeah. just can 't break through a certain barrier, so I think that that uh, developing that does not necessarily happen just from working side by side with someone that mutual trust and candor comes from the extracurricular, the fun time together, the unscheduled time together, and I think that's another really important reason why this time's so important
2: yeah I couldn't agree more like I, I f- truly feel we have that massively in our own organization, right like even you and i benji you've we've worked together for like time, 12, 13 yeah. years now, right? And there's just so many times that I come to you or you come to me and you're like, hey man, that's a pretty shitty idea and I think that we should do it like this instead. Yeah. And it's we not can, a big deal. It's really not a big deal. And we can do that to each other because it's been so long working together. It's been a ton of like you know countless meetings and hours spent together at the office but it's been a huge amount of time outside and fun like we're literally on a hike last night right and we uh we just we spent so much time together that it's it's cool and you can have that down to earth super real relationship and work because you have the water under the bridge Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so yeah that that, that's definitely a big one the other thing i'll say that, that i think about a lot like you created this business for a reason. And and I think about that a lot of like, why are we here? It's because I came up with this whole idea and I'm here to have fun. Right. And if we don't make it fun and a good time as a group, what are we doing?
1: Yeah, just go get a job at, totally. I don't know, Staples. Yeah, like,
2: we're, we're here to have a good time. And and I think that to, to build that into your culture uh, and to be having a good time with your team is so fundamental to why we're here
1: yeah the other thing as well it's not just about like your own fun it's about making the team feel appreciated and recognized and and wanted like you do need like business is not always fun um in fact on rare occasions it's fun a lot of the time it's really hard work and sometimes it's like downright sucky like there's just there are chunks of the year there are times in the season where you just have to put your head down and grind or you have to deal with difficult customers you have to solve complex problems it isn't always fun and so these team events which we're going to talk about which are meant to be fun they are meant to be engaging it kind of, it, it's leadership capital. It buys you some time and it buys you some energy when the times aren't so fun. If your team has something to look back on in the busiest section of the season, they can go, you know what, this week is really tough, but a month ago when we did, you know, that event, that was really fun, that meant something to me. It's, it's, it's important to round out your year for your employees' sake um, with, some, with some, some real highlights as well.
2: Yeah, 100%. You you've got a job to do which is to inject a bit of fun into yeah. your team because you're right, it's, it's it's not always fun in games. Um one other just quick point here in other episodes like we've just had our ultimate hiring funnel series, um, in other episodes we talked about the importance of employer brand these fun team events are a really crucial opportunity to build that employer brand and and to get assets. You know, some of the questions I get asked is like, man, to build like a really great hiring page and have a great employer brand, you got like videos and photos, like where do you get that stuff? Well, you get it from the actual cool stuff that you do. So if you're not doing this fun stuff, you're not, yeah, you're not gonna be able to get those types of assets. You're downloading
1: stock images off of of some like website, which is totally lame. You you want it to be authentic. The other thing, um... I think this is a final, the final thing I, I, I could think of. Um, the other huge advantage of these events is it gives you an opportunity to deliver a message, give an update, communicate something important and have it be received and, um, with more open ears, so think about it, like you um, you have an annual strategic plan that you want to communicate to your team. You have a quarterly results update that you want to share with mm-hmm. everyone. You have something else important that you want to get across to the people that work for you. Doing it away from the job site, away from the office, in a more relaxed environment it adds some significance to what you're trying to convey, and what you'll notice is, is it just gets listened to and followed yeah. a little bit more, closely. as opposed to
2: just fade in with all One the, the yeah, day to day hour to hour. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, so that, so if
1: if there's if there's um, My point is here, if there's something that you want to get across to your team and really have them do something with that message, doing it at a really, really well-organized team event uh, is the optimal time to do it. Now, brainstorming for this episode, Igor, we kind of came through with some, uh, we came up with some core components, like things that you as the leader should consider before planning and executing one of these. What are they?
2: Yeah, I want to get this bit across. So we've done countless I think impactful fun team events uh, across a couple of different companies over the last, you know, over a decade and and I'll share with you where I come from as as we ideate on these. So, when we're sitting there and brainstorming, okay, we're going to do three fun team events this year, what could they be? This there's kind of like some basic questions that I'm asking myself. So, one of them is, you know, is this gonna be fun? And now I'm not just talking about like it, you know, it's it's fun to go out for some wings with some buddies, but are we am I doing something? Am I creating something that truly adds value to people where I'm not just saying like, hey, just come out for this dinner or, come out for this barbecue? So I'm trying to problem solve. Like, is it something that that people would like truly get excited about, mm-hmm. even if it was just with your friends or your family? Mm-hmm. Is that is this something that's that's so fun where if it was in your personal life or your family life, you'd be like, man, I'm pumped for that thing that we're going to go do that, that wicked sports game or that concert or whatever. Right. So that's kind of one checkbox that the checkbox that I'm trying to check off. A second one is this, um, as I'm thinking about adding value, is it something that they typically wouldn't do on their own? Okay. Right. And I mean that from a perspective of like, is it difficult to organize or complex to organize uh is it that they wouldn't maybe be able to afford it yeah or very commonly that it'd be difficult to get that kind of network or that friend group together
1: you're trying to create a unique experience for your people if you can ideally it's something that they will remember
2: yeah 100 percent. right so i remember being like uh we were off-road camping with some friends uh kind of North of Vancouver on this beautiful river, huge mountains around it. And I remember river rafts going down with a huge group of friends, like Mm -hmm. tons of rafts. And I remember thinking like, man, that'd be really fun to do. It's that kind of thing where, like, are you going to get that many friends together? How are you going to get 25 friends on some, like, overnight river rafting trip? That'd be pretty hard, yeah. personally, right? I organize, this, like, some of these events for for friends, like, in the winter and in the summer. And it's hard to organize. I'm sure you know this, right? Oh, it's, it's hard to organize totally. a bunch of great friends to yep. do fun stuff together. But conveniently, if you've done your hiring right, you've got a lot of friends in your actual colleagues.
1: Yeah, you've got some cool people to you've do stuff cool with. You've got cool people to do stuff with, yeah. right?
2: So think about it that way. So for, you know, it's not that one of our individual people couldn't afford to do an event like this. It's like the fact that we're putting it on their lap, it's all organized and it's with a ton of cool people, right? Yeah. That's the value add. Um so again, it's kind of like they wouldn't do it on their own It's hard because it's, it would be too complex to organize. It'd be hard to wrangle the people together or they wouldn't necessarily like want to pay to do that. Mm-hmm. That's a great value add. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Um, another one I want to talk about when it comes to value it is like, is there something that we can do to add value to their individual life or their individual skills? So are we teaching them something? Are we skilling them up in some way? Are we inspiring them? But I think about like, also not just value add to the group, but is there stuff that we're doing to add value to each individual? And and we have that as a core part of a bunch of these summer events that we do. Um, Another one, speaking of added value, I think about what can we do to be adding value to the business? You talked a bit about like a great opportunity to deliver messages, whether it's uh, laying out an all important annual strategic plan or a quarterly results update with a game plan for the next quarter, a rollout of a new piece of, Technology, let's say in the business, uh, a new service unit that we're rolling out. Anything that's significant, you break it up so that it's not in the noise of the day to day, and and do the announcement and that big group meeting in the context of a fun team event.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also might want to facilitate some actual like like some actual work that needs to be done. Schedule some brainstorming that happens like at these team events, which are meant to be enjoyable and fun. It's not uncommon to inject a little tiny bit of work in there 100%. as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and another one when I'm thinking of how do we add value I'm also like can we do something that adds value to the community? Right? How to how do we get the team to deliver yeah. something really meaningful that's that's bigger that's bigger than, than just us. I love that one. So we'll talk about some practical examples here in a bit, but just want to reiterate, like, this is kind of the starting point of when you're ideating, you're thinking like, how do I add value to the team, to the organization, to each of our individual people by making something that's uniquely and super fun, something that they wouldn't otherwise do on their own, something that could add value to their individual lives or their individual kind of skills. Uh, how do I, add some high-level value to the business or how do we add value to the community? That's the starting point.
1: Okay, to be clear, a good team event does not need to, and in fact, it should not try to accomplish all of these things at once. That'd be like Mm -hmm. a week-long, like crazy. You don't need to do that. But it needs to have one or more of these angles thought through at the outset. If you can't answer to yourself the pretty simple question, why are we doing this? Go back to the drawing board. Another thing I would say is, Something is always better than nothing, right? Like Mm -hmm. if if your business at this stage, it's small, it's nascent, it's new. If you can only support a wings night to just hang out and build community, you can only organize a simple barbecue on a Friday afternoon. That is absolutely still worth doing. I I totally commend you for doing that and still support that. However, if you're at the stage now where you're like, oh, you know what? I want to take these to the next level. Mm Here are some things that you could do. So we're going to go through um, those five angles and we're going to give some examples. Before we do, I'll just um, mention we're going to make available in the description. There'll be a clickable link there. Uh, You can you can download for free our, what did we call it? It's our team event planning template. So this is a very, very simple document. It's actually, it's actually quite elaborate. There's quite a bit to it. It'll help you understand like your schedule, your budget, communication plan, who's coming. If you just want a framework to use to build a better team event, check that out in the description. Um, it's yours to take home and play around with.
2: And I think really importantly, this is what we use to plan our team events. 100%. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> okay. So let's go through... Um, Let's go through these five things. Is it fun? Is this something you'd want to do with your friends or family? So a couple of things that came to mind to me would be like, go to a sports game, okay? As we know from other podcast episodes, sports is the ultimate parallel to business. Generally speaking, business people like sports. Not always, but a lot of the time. Uh, this doesn't need to be like a crazy expensive NFL ticket or NBA ticket. It could be a college game. If there's a good high school team in your in your uh where you guys live that could totally work uh go to go-karts or some other like fun daytime activity escape rooms are super super popular the other thing that's kind of funny about escape rooms is um you will very quickly see who your problem solvers are and who your leaders are and you'll see who has a low capacity for stress who has a low fundamental for what it's worth, i hate escape rooms i'm not not my forte but a lot of teams love them um and a lot of people on BTA absolutely adore them. A lot of our 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 members do this with their teams. Um, one that we've done that's super fun is like a day of boating, like a like a big pontoon boat rental can fit sixteen people. Will be well over a thousand dollars, five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks, maybe eight hundred at the absolute mask at the absolute max for a half day. That's a phenomenal event that you can do with your team. Um, A day of group skydiving is probably within the budget of most businesses that listen to this. We did this with our team, what, like 18 months ago? For a whole bunch of people, it was the first time that they'd ever done skydiving. Like, exceptionally fun day. Something I'll remember forever. We've got great photography from it. And we've used that in a whole bunch of other assets, a whole bunch of other campaigns that we run. Um, Snowmobiling, another great winter activity that is very inclusive in the sense that non-skiers and snowboarders can do it. So these would be some things that we've had fun doing in the past. Um, perhaps those apply to your situation.
2: Yeah. And just on the note of like a, like a relatively inexpensive and super easy to organize, That was this was the one you just mentioned was one of the simplest events that we've done. And when I look back at it, it's still so much fun. Like in one day we met up on a lake at a little coffee shop right by the lake, grabbed some coffees, went out boating, Mid-morning for like four or five hours. Yeah. Sea-doos, pontoon boats, uh, tow boats, super fun. And then went skydiving after that, spent a couple hours there and then a big dinner at a really cool like outdoor bar restaurant kind of thing. Relatively inexpensive, super easy to organize and so much fun.
1: Uh, it wasn't that fun for me. You'll remember I got kicked <laughs> off the lake for <laughs> inappropriate sea-do use. You I actually banned were... out of that entire I lake was... and park. <laughs> <laughs> Not allowed back to the Cultus Lake rental facility ever again in my life. Apparently, I did leave them a one-star review. But anyway, as long as you don't have, an, you know, a, a joker ba- like Benji me, on yeah, your team, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah.
2: Another, uh, you talked about sports games. Another thing I remember for a long time, uh, just two months ago, a bunch of us, Benji was there as well um, in Phoenix, Phoenix Suns game. So much fun! So the sports games are absolutely a blast as well. Again, these are simple; they're not overnight, and uh, and it's something really memorable for your team. So there's some ideas there. What I want to talk about, though, what I'm really excited about, these are the ones that I get really pumped on. What's something that they wouldn't do on their own? So these are typically bigger; they're overnighters; they're a little bit more expensive, but I still still think totally within. The realm of, of a contract business doing a contracting company doing a couple million bucks a year in revenue or more. Mm-hmm. Yep. You do this regularly at least once a year. Um, but something where you've got a cool group of people, you've got some money and you can you not only apply the money to add value, but you, you apply like you've got the vibe, you've got the people, you've got the cool group right and you can come up with something a bit more elaborate. So I know these are a bit more expensive if your business can support them this is absolutely stuff you should be doing and if you can't yet just here's a bit more motivation to get to that next level. So some of the things that that we've done that come to mind for me I remember um 12 years ago being with our team at this super fun ranch yeah. in the Rockies. Uh I still remember Rafter 6 was the name in Alberta. Canada. So it's a dude ranch. We had these beautiful cabins, really good hangouts as a uh, as a group there, barbecues, amazing dinners, a million stars out. And then we did a full day of horseback riding yeah. and a really full day of ATVing. We were there for like three days and there was there was a, there was a very core work component. It was like a mid year in the summer retreat planning for the for Q three and Q four. But I still remember that even 12 years ago with such good memories. Um, I love, uh, last year. So as a team, we did an overnight rafting trip, right? So we slept on the side of Squamish. Yeah. Squamish, British Columbia side of the riverbed, huge towering, white snow capped peaks, beautiful rushing river, the smell of a campfire, some music. We had, we we had a great, uh, guide guides and hosts made nice dinner. Um, again, such a unique experience. Like when would you otherwise get 30 of your great friends together for a multi-day rafting expedition? Like, so cool. Um, getaways at Ski Resorts. We did this two years ago where the team was together skiing, snowmobiling for non-skiers, ice climbing. You rent a place on a mountain and you've got different segments of group activities together for people that are into different things. So you can have a core event where like everyone's at, like staying at the same place. Yeah, You've got group dinners and then people can break off depending on the stuff that they're into. Mm-hmm. Um, three years ago, our fishing trip, uh, at a fishing lodge, remote, a lot of people love that kind of tranquil, calm environment. Get them for, even if it's just one night, ideally two nights, you've got some nice meals together, campfires, mm-hmm. days on the lake fishing, yeah. so much time for people to connect and build those relationships. You know, we talked about like they're really the bedrock of all the work that gets done. Yeah. There's just so much time in these environments where it's relaxed. Like, So that's why I really love the fishing trip. Idea, and then the other thing we've we've done a whole bunch is I mean we've got some sort of adventurous kind of zones where we live, but uh, like group mountain biking activities, um, we've got like a wicked some you know wicked mountain bike parks. But whether you get guides, uh, just you do something active out in the wilderness. Either people bond over stuff that's like physically difficult and hard and adventurous. It's just like in our blood, so you know it's kind of different than the whole like tranquil calm. Let's say fishing kind of approach. This is where you you do some like tough physical stuff. That's a bit of an adventure. People really bond over those kind of things.
1: I'll just add a couple thoughts to this too. Like this, you you know, you can. We've just gone through like six examples of things that we think are fun. Like you're gonna have to make tweaks to this depending on your geography, your team culture the demographics of who you work with, it doesn't. the activity itself is actually less important than like the quality time spent together. So if you need to adapt this to your scenario, do that. The message I want to get across with these like more expensive overnight trips, let's say is um, what's really cool is like what inevitably ends up happening is the thing that people have in common is work. And you will literally have, you know, without having to lead it, without having to facilitate it, you will just notice people on your team going to like two in the morning talking about work subject matter and coming up with genuinely really great ideas that they come away from that trip and then implement later on. So there's yeah. there's real, not only the botting, there's 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 actual like phenomenally impactful uh, business conversations, ideation, problem solving that happens at this type of thing. Um, okay, another, another category, another angle that you might want to think about does it add value to the individual uh, to their individual lives? So I'm going to come up with a few examples that I've heard from our Breakthrough Academy membership, which I just think are amazing. Um, bring in a subject matter expert. So we have um, a contractor we've worked with for uh, a little over a year, and uh, he he had a team who he noticed like you know, they weren't that healthy, some of them smoked, some of them were overweight, and it really mattered to him and it mattered to the individuals to help, like, equip the team with the mm-hmm. tools necessary to live healthier lives. He brought in a health coach, a nutritionist, and um, I actually think a personal trainer as well to basically do, like, lunch and learns with his team yeah. on, like, how to lead a healthier life, right? Mm-hmm. What an amazing way to show you care. Um, and the team leaves with really, really solid takeaways. Here's another one I've seen done. Um, you might have a lot of people on your team who are at like first-time homebuyer stage in their life. Bring in a realtor, bring in a mortgage broker, do a lunch and learn, do a facilitated session where they talk about the local market, how to get in, um, how to get lending, how to, how to suss out and find a good deal, that's a really great idea. Huge value add to your mm-hmm. team. Um, another one that I thought was really great uh, that that I heard from the membership: bringing in a personal finance expert to talk about savings strategies. Things keep getting more expensive. Personal finance is not easy. Um, so these are really really interesting ways to add value to the individual lives of the people on your team. And as a note on this. Many, many, many professionals will do this totally for free. This is great for their brand. It's great networking. It's literally a couple phone calls. Who's local? Who do you know? I can guarantee you, you can get a really, really great one hour or two hour long session um, that they will do on them. So I think, it's, I think it's important to think of it from that angle whenever possible.
2: Yeah, the leaders that I know that do this stuff, their mind frame with this is basically like, what can I do rhythmically that's consistently going to add value to my people's lives. Yeah. Right. And it's a bit of like, like a guest spotlight type approach that, that is like a recurring theme. It's like once a quarter, they're bringing somebody in and, and they're, they're just constantly thinking about like, how am I going to make our people better in general, not just in the context of our roofing business. Right. Right. How am I going to add value to their lives? And it's like a quarterly speaker series or a quarterly guest spotlight series, but you're just, that's the mind frame of like, what am I doing to make our team better as individuals? Yeah. And I love that. That's awesome. Um, I want to talk a bit about just like adding value to the business. Benji, you talked a bit about, you know, like how do you use these events to, you know, get some stuff done, to get stuff done. And and we certainly do a ton of that. Um, when we've got big, announcements we've got quarterly updates and really importantly every single annual strategic plan the rollout of every annual strategic plan early january happens for us in a team event it's not just like a regular day at the office or on zoom no it's not yeah so it's very it, 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 it's it's a unique one uh, like this last this last January for the rollout of this year's annual strategic plan. We were all together at that beautiful resort in the desert. We did a day of horseback riding. We had a horseback riding session in the middle of the day. It was like a full day rollout of this year's annual strategic plan. I'll give you a couple couple good examples. Uh, Danny and I, I remember this very well from about 10 years ago, uh, the co-founder of Breakthrough Academy. We had these like team brunches where we'd have a ton of our painters and divi- divisional managers. We'd be there making breakfast for them, eggs, pancakes, cakes, all that kind of stuff. And, and regular updates were done then, but it was a morning kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it, and it cut a couple hours out of the, the production schedule in the morning, but it was, it was such a valuable time to get, it started pretty early, but, uh, it got a couple, it got a, a ton of our people together. It was in this like uh, I think this, this cultural center, basically with a big commercial kitchen. Um, it was just a great kickstart to the day, but it, it really breaks up that norm and it's a great environment to do big announcements and updates.
1: And there's something cool about flipping the script. You're working for You're your You're working people. for them.
2: Totally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same kind of deal with team barbecues. Um, I think that a team barbecue in the afternoon, again, you cut the production schedule a couple hours short this time on the tail end of the day, but this is something like a really good way to do quarterly results updates at the end of a quarter and yeah. chart the plan forward and get everyone riled up around a plan for the following three months. Yeah. Um, a couple other ideas you could do an evening. If, uh, if the vibe on your team will allow for that and people would be up for that rent a private room at a high end restaurant, celebrate the preceding quarters success and unveil the plan for yeah. that upcoming quarter. Um, I think that these, like this whole piece around communication, like you've got stuff to communicate, tie it in with a team event, get the message better received out of the day-to-day, hour-to-hour of the office. It's absolutely worth cutting a couple hours from the morning of one day's production schedule, a couple hours from the afternoon whatever it is, use this for quarterly updates, break up the mundane day to day.
1: If you're trying to communicate an important message in between a crammed day, it just bleeds into the rest of it and it doesn't have the significance that it should. So I, I love that point. Yeah. Okay. The last thing that you can do, the last angle you could consider when planning a team event, is there some way that you can add value to your community? I'll give you a couple examples of what we've done. So about two years ago, we're going to do this again this coming fall. Um, we i mean this is this is you know really elaborate you don't need to go to this extent but just to show you it's possible we and a bunch our whole team and then some of our members as well flew to Baja Mexico and we built two homes for two families in need in fact a year later uh uh about a year and a half later a bunch of our members went back to build two more and visited the family who, families who they built the the first two homes yeah. with
2: like literally like dozens of people from that trip Came and said to me, and these are pretty advanced business owners. we're like, literally, this is one of the most impactful things I've ever done in my life.
1: Totally. To say nothing of how impactful it was for the community yeah. that you're serving. So yeah.
2: that's one great example. And I will say, by the way, Benji, it was not as expensive as it seems. Stuff in Mexico is pretty Cheap. Way cheaper than you might think.
1: Now, yeah. that's that is you know a, 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 an elaborate example. I, I'll admit, if you want to do this on a. More local level, what I've done, I've done a number of years. I've done charity paints. I've painted up two churches in my community in Kamloops. I actually, like, pitched my team to do it for free. I said, hey, guys, we've had a really great summer. We've all made lots of money. Can we go and do this for our community? Um, unbelievably rewarding event, not only for my team, but for the people who go to that church. Is there an orphanage you can do some repairs to? Um is there some sort of community center that needs something? Is there some sort of food drive that you can be involved in? You would be very surprised at how willing and able your team is to help out on stuff like this. A lot of them are just looking for some leadership and direction around how and and you know don't don't lose sight of the fact that the people you've assembled are an amazing resource to do good with. That is absolutely an option uh, that you have bonus points, right? This isn't why you do it, but just as a bonus, really good PR for the brand.
2: Yeah. Huge. That's good, Benji. Those are some really, uh, those are really good ideas. I must say, because uh, they're all ideas. (laughs) There are many things that we've done um, and I can promise you that they work. What are we going to say?
1: I was just going to, I just wanted to kind of talk about how often you would do these. I like, Mm, I don't know if you have, like in, in my mind, I just think at a minimum, you should be doing some form of structured team event twice a year. If you run a sophisticated organization with a larger budget and a bigger team, you should shoot for quarterly. More than that, it probably gets gratuitous. Once a year is probably not often enough.
2: Yeah, two to four times a year. uh, I like to think about this. Here's a good mind frame on this. Think about it like a bucket that stuff pours out of as well. It's got a hole in the bottom. As you go through your year, people are grinding. They're working super hard. They're they're often like isolated in their different teams. You are leaking out of that bucket and you have to refill it every once in a while, right? So understand like when you're pushing your people hard, you're draining out of it. When you've got people working in silos and they're not connected and building and fostering relationships, you're leaking out of it. You've got to intentionally fill it. So the more that you're pushing, the more that your people are working isolated, the more often you need to do them. But two to four times a year, I think is definitely a good, a good um, kind of starting point. I want to close with a couple important thoughts. Uh, Here's some things that are really front of mind for me on this topic. Um, if you've done a good job hiring, the hope is that you've got some cool people on your team. Okay. Right. I feel this way about our team. I love our team. I don't like when you and I go on that hike, like yesterday, for instance, yeah. I'm not like, hey, I'm, it's, it's not in my work schedule. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I'd hang out with you anyway, man. Yeah. Um, so, well, thanks. <laughs> so if you've done a good job, hiring, you've got some cool people go do fun stuff with them. Right, like it's it's like an extension of your buddies. It'd be if stupid it not well. to. Yeah, you've got cool people. Go do fun shit together. Um, so that 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 that's kind of one thought. The other thing is like. Outside of it just being a good time as a leader, it is your job to foster energy and good times. Yeah. It's a part of your job description, right? And yeah, some people on your team might be busy or they might be kind of uninterested, but it's your job to bring the good times and the energy. That is a part of every great leader that I've seen brings energy and fun and good times to their team.
1: That's a really important point. I bet you there's a bunch of people listening to this right now going, yeah, that sounds cool. Good for you guys. You don't know what my team is like. They would grumble. They would groan. They'd claim they're busy. I don't care. Just try it. Try this once. Sell it. Execute it well I promise You will be surprised At how many people come And how many people go Like the the following Monday Go Man I really wasn't sure About that But that was really fun Thanks for doing that And all totally. of a sudden That's a part of your culture
2: It's a part of your culture And it's a part of your job As a leader I just want to give a shout out To our good friends In Lincoln, Nebraska uh, Benji Just before we, got, we we started recording You were talking about Luke at Company Cam Yeah <laughs> Everyone I've met at company cam is so cool and so awesome. And they love their organization. I'm talking about the business at company cam. They love their teammates. A huge part of it is like when you're talking about like, isn't Luke a fun guy? It's because of that energy that, that the leader brings. It's this, this intangible factor that is like, it's just, it's a part of the job. If you want to create a great culture, hundred percent. Absolutely. And the one last thing I'll say is, is people are like, well, some of this stuff's expensive, whatever. Um, I looked the last couple of years and we're averaging about one, one and a bit percent of our annual budget on just good times for the team. And when I look at that, I'm like, seems like kind of like a lot of money, especially as the business starts to grow, but great value. Yeah. Great value for me personally, for fun, for the ROI, for the company, and most importantly for the team. So as you're budgeting, spend, plan to spend 1% on good times. Like
1: actually put it as a line item. Literally, 100%.
2: Good times, line item team fun, team events, whatever you wanna call it, budget about 1%, uh, you won't regret it. What do you think, let's just say a, a listener
1: does, listen to this episode, they take everything we've talked about, they implement it, you know, a year later, what do you think they'll notice?
2: Yeah, so one of the things that that has been pretty real for me that I've noticed is just way more natural collaboration between people in different departments is no longer like force. People have like a real relational bedrock together they've that got each other's numbers in. in their phones they're they've got texting text thread yeah they yeah. know each other yeah what's your channel Meet life
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah we have a workout group for brennan and danny yeah and people are,
2: all, are always chatting they're they're collaborating they're having fun together there's just better vibes around the office around sites right. there's just a natural like relational groundwork that's been built there i think you're going to notice way better of retention Team retention for mm-hmm. like long term as like a long term outcome,
1: the longevity of your employees,
2: longevity of your employees, yeah. And 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 I'll mention this kind of as a tertiary point, but it is we've touched on this before. It is in a, it is a core piece of employer brand. Word gets out that we have a ton of fun as an organization. It's all over social media. There's a ton of assets that are captured for recruiting campaigns. It's just it's good for the employer brand.
1: There is no destination employer that exists that isn't a fun place. That to doesn't work. do fun stuff. 100%.
2: And it doesn't happen by accident. Like it gets planned by the leadership. Awesome, man. I love it.
1: Um, hopefully those are some good thoughts for everyone. Guys, uh, go breed infectious culture with
2: better team events. Yeah. And just to close, again, we've got this really cool event planning and team planning, team event planning template. Go to the link in the description of this episode, download it there. It's what we use to plan our events. It's how you plan the full activity A to Z, all the attendance and all the budgeting and everything. It's the file that we've used for countless events. Uh, Click in the link in the description, you can download that uh, template right there. Awesome. Thanks so much for
1: watching this episode of Contractor Evolution. If you've already subscribed to our channel, consider sharing this episode with another contractor who you think needs to hear it.
0: PaintEd podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners.